0: Welcome to In the Weeds, a Mindscape podcast. Hey there. Welcome to episode number six of season three of the In the Weeds podcast. I'm Pete Brand, Mindscape CEO and co founder, and I'm joined by Jeff Bell, Mindscape COO. Hi, everyone. Hey there. So today we're gonna to be talking about a topic that Jeff and I actually have <clears throat> a lot of fun bantering back and forth about. And it's it has to do with technology and mm. integrating technology into your daily life. Scary. So, I know. It, it's very scary for those of us who are
1: technophobes. In fact, <laughs>
0: I think it's funny. I I've owned a marketing agency now for 20 years. They
1: let's a digital marketing yeah, yeah, agency. <laughs> <do that>. Digital <laughs> marketing agency for 20
0: years and and i still get phone calls from friends or family when they have computer problems and say <laughs> hey you're into computers can you come over and fix this for me yeah you're the computer guy <laughs> yeah and i don't <laughs> know anything in fact i typically fight kicking and screaming to have to integrate any new technology at all and i think it's pretty normal right like we've talked about this in some of the other stuff as it relates to generation gaps or or whatever it happens to be but well like I didn't, the formulative years of my upbringing were not with technology at my disposal. There wasn't even such thing as a cell phone back in the day. So all this stuff is new and it does create a little bit of anxiety. Um, So we're going to cover a little bit about that today because you might be in that same position where you're kind of afraid to start doing something new or or put some technology in there. And so Jeff is kind of our resident technology expert and he'll be able to hopefully demystify some of that stuff. But I mean, first things first, right? Every single human being needs to have some type of, of trigger event or something that's going to cause them to start looking in a particular direction. So what types of pain or symptoms might a marketer or a business owner uh, be feeling uh, when they should start to consider potentially integrating technology into their marketing efforts? Like what would they, what types of
1: outcomes would uh, would they be seeking? Yeah. So, uh, first of all, I'll say I always like to tell clients that I'm our de facto um, uh, technology expert, which just means I'm the best we have. Doesn't mean I'm the best. Oh, I was, just, <laughs> I was actually going to Google what the heck de facto. Oh. So, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. It just means you know I'm I'm the best we have. So <laughs> I'd go to him. Um, yeah. So some of the things people are tr- can solve in their day-to-day life specifically marketing uh that's kind of who we're targeting obviously um, you could have a lack of measurement right so maybe you're doing uh, some ads or you've got some marketing campaigns running and you just have no idea what your roi is on that Um, so that's kind of one place that technology can help out because when you post through different platforms uh, social posts or you know, paid campaigns, Facebook campaigns, Instagram, all of these things, when you post through other technology platforms, um, those technology platforms can have little hooks into those ads and those marketing efforts so that they can give you some level of measurement to see, okay, well, how many uh, views did I have? How many opens and clicks did I have? And then did that translate ultimately into any sales? So, one pain people could be exper- experiencing that might cause them to go, "Oh, I need some some technology to solve this." Is just a lack of of measurement. Um, I think the other thing is just um, you know maybe you feel like the. Uh, you're going down the road at hundred miles an hour and, and the wheels are about to come off, right? Mm. You don't have, uh, I know we never, <laughs> were you riding that in the car here? with me today? When I... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very familiar. Um, where, you know, you feel like you just don't have your arms around things. Maybe you don't know, uh, everything that's going on in the business and you feel, gosh, I feel like things are happening. I just don't have visibility into that um, especially on the sales side, right? Maybe you, maybe all of your sales staff uses Excel or, you know, pencil and paper, or it's, it's not uncommon. (laughs) Um, that is not uncommon at all. And, and maybe, you know, you just feel like, man, when I, when my boss asks me how are sales and what's the activity going on, it's hard for me to get that answer to, to, uh, to that person. And so, um, that could be one other thing just you 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 feel like maybe you've got some blind spots and uh, you want to take care of those. And so technology can help uh, with that as well. Um, maybe you're experiencing some uh, some pain about all the administrative tasks you have to do, right You find yourself, clicking and copy pasting or you're doing the, the what I call sneakerware, right, where you just have a human being running around doing a lot of stuff uh, that maybe a computer can do. So you might be experiencing some, you know, being maybe overwhelmed with all the kind of administrative stuff that you're doing. And on the sales side, you can feel like you're being ineffective because, you know, you kind of on the one half uh, of your brain, you, you know, you got to take care of these administrative sides, uh, things, but on the other half, you know, that your job really is to go out there and build relationships, uh, and close deals. So from that standpoint, um, you know, there could be some pain there with, with, uh, of just kind of filling your day with these administrative th- things, and, and you know that, that happens on the marketing side too with scheduling social posts and making sure you know this goes out on this day or that day, and and technology can take care of that yeah, uh, I, as well. I feel like
0: uh, like is your explanation of when you feel like you're in your car and your wheels are ready to come off just because everything is so busy, and and you end up saying. Oh, I got to remember to call this person back. Or, oh, I've got to remember to send this email. Or, I've got to remember to work on this or that. And you you end up focusing so much of your energy on, I can't forget to do this. I can't mess it up. It's kind of like when you're playing in football and someone goes into prevent defense, right? They're going to prevent you from doing what you've successfully prevented them from doing the <laughs> right. whole game. But because you're focused on not losing, you end up creating circumstances so you can lose. Sure, And yeah. that that can totally happen.
1: Yeah. And, and then I think the last thing, I mean, we talked about potentially measurement, um, kind of administrative tasks. Um, I forget what the other one was Oh, uh, lack of kind of transparency or visibility across the organization. And then um, <clears throat> also, it could be maybe you're getting horrible Google or Facebook reviews, right? Or you're hearing from customer service that um you you're just you've got a lot of complaints from from current customers uh so that could be a, a pain and you're trying to improve the customer experience um, maybe through different automation techniques maybe uh, it's through the sales process so moving uh, an opportunity from one stage to the next um, things like that where you just you, you kind of want to give customers some love and uh, without having to do even more of those administrative tasks. So those are, I would say, kind of the four things. Uh, measurement, um, you know, gaining some visibility into what's happening, uh, g- getting rid of some of those administrative tasks, and then uh, improving customer experience. All right. So <clears throat> that's a lot of stuff. Yep. And, and I'm sure
0: that there's, uh, or I shouldn't even say I'm sure that there is is because think about it, like there's a lot of us on the planet right now that are not fully comfortable with technology. Um, So I think that the fear of that emerging technology is very real. And every time like that iterative cycle goes every six months where stuff multiplies like 10 times in advancement, yeah, it's, it's scary. But is there like a one stop shop technology product that you could implement into your marketing so that, you only have to learn one thing or do you have to learn a bunch of different things?
1: Yeah. So that's interesting because, you know, we are um, a, a HubSpot partner and we're a SharpSpring partner. And um, so those two platforms, you know, there are a few, but those two are the ones that we are most uh, comfortable with here in Mindscape. But uh, if you look at like those Martech um uh maps sometimes that they do where they show you all the logos of the different marketing technology. I mean my gosh the if you print those things out on an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper starting in like 2010 um, the logos get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and there's like thousands of of pieces of technology out there in the marketing uh, world and so it, it would be nice if there were you know some platforms that would help, with all of these things, right? Where with help with measurement and visibility and automation and customer experience, and we've found a couple like I just said that that really help with that. And so HubSpot is one; they've done a fantastic job of really turning the software from a, an inbound marketing platform that it started out to be uh, to really more of an end-to-end experience platform. Uh, they have they now have tools. Uh, A a CRM that kind of is like a shared database of your customer information. CRM uh, stands for customer relationship management. And um, so they have a, that's kind of the the technology that underlies uh, three other pieces of technology, which is the marketing hub, uh, the sales hub, and the service hub. And if you think about that, you know, the marketing is kind of all attract and convert. Uh, from a, you know, from a a funnel standpoint, the traditional marketing funnel, we try to attract people and convert them using the marketing tools. Uh, And then as we attract and convert them, they go down into the CRM, and then that's shared across the other tool sets. then we try to close them into a customer. That information, that activity is logged. And then uh, after they're a customer, we want to make sure that they're taken care of, and that all happens on the, on the, on the customer hub side of things. So, um, or the service hub. So all of those three pieces kind of work together in one piece of technology. Uh, it's beautifully designed They do a fantastic job putting all of that together. Um, so that's kind of one that handles probably 80, excuse me, to 90% of, of those things we talked about. The other piece of technology we're we're pre- pretty new to is SharpSpring. Uh, it's very similar to HubSpot in that it has a, a CRM that uh, kind of underpins a marketing tool set and a sales tool set. Um, the nice thing about both of these platforms is that you know they both have email integrations, so um, you know you can track email opens and clicks and that type of thing. you can do you can build automations around those things. So when someone opens an email or doesn't open an email, you can do certain things automatically. So that kind of saves you on the administrative side, um, helps to make sure nothing falls through the cracks. Um, is giving you those measurement points like number of opens and number of clicks and time to open and all of those things. Um, so and and then all of that then when you're communicating more and uh, you're doing so deliberately, you're helping to improve that customer experience. So uh, HubSpot, SharpSpring, two of the tool sets that we use that kind of handle probably 80 to 90 percent of of what you would need in uh, at least get you a good ways down the road of integrating technology into your your marketing life anyway so uh. so it sounds like hubspot in
0: particular does kind of offer that end-to-end one size not not necessarily one size fits all but it handles all of the different elements or components but what happens if you are um you like say you're in the managed service space and your business is largely tied to another software piece like ConnectWise. Or if you um, happen to be like in the power sports space and you have to use the Vnex platform because of the microfiche data. Or if you just have an ERP system that runs everything and you wanna, fit, you've gotta figure out a way to tap into that ERP to get data, whatever. Like. What do you do in those instances where you may have a tool like a HubSpot that could come in and and handle that end to end, but you're married to another software solution? Yeah, um,
1: get rid of that other software solution. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the old custom software developer in me. Speak it. <laughs> I, got, I got to put him back in the bottle sometimes, but. Um, no. Uh, um, so there's a piece of software out there. A lot of times you do have to do that, right? We, we can live in the world we create or we can live in the world that actually exists. And when, when we are uh, in living in reality... Uh, You do often have other pieces of technology you have to interact with. An ERP system maybe has all of your customers in it already, or you're using Zendesk or something like that on the ticketing side, or, you know, you're using some other CRM, Salesforce or something. Uh, And those are so embedded in your organization, you just can't possibly escape them so how what good does a uh, all-in-one platform like hubspot or Sharpspring at that point do do you or uh, what good does it do does it offer any value at that point do you need to look at a mishmash of technologies um and i would say that um there's still value in there and and we've worked with several clients here where uh there's a tool called zapier uh z-a-p-i-e-r uh zapier.com uh i'm not getting paid for them but um <laughs> i should and uh Uh, It's basically a hosted middleware, middleware just being software that sits in the middle of two other pieces of software. Um, And it has all these different endpoints, they're called. So where, um, you know, uh, maybe when you create a new customer in in ConnectWise, for example, uh, you want to create that customer in HubSpot. Well, you can totally do that. Um, there's all these built in connections. They have uh, even, it's even more robust in that as long as you're communicating with a tool uh, on one side or the other that has what's called a RESTful API, um, basically just means that you can uh, connect to it just with a, a URL i thought a restful um, api meant a place i could take a nap in my office well uh, that's one way to look at it <laughs> but uh but no in this case it, it uh it means uh one computer can talk to another computer just by using a url and passing some data um basically just like a, a web page call so um Uh, you can actually communicate that way directly even if they don't have a a native connector for Zapier. Um, So let's say with ConnectWise, for example, uh, if they don't have a ConnectWise connector inside of Zapier, or that connector can't do what you you need it to do, it's pretty simple to use. uh, Well, simple. If you have a software development background, it's pretty simple. Uh, It's fairly simple to um, build kind of a custom one using uh, some of Zapier's native tools like the, the RESTful API connector, uh, or the webhooks connector where you can catch something. But what's neat about that is then you can start to capture some of those things in your existing tech stack. So if you have an ERP system or you have, um, you know a CRM and things happen in there, you can use those things that are happening to uh, kick off triggers within Zapier to do things in other systems and then vice versa. So, you know, maybe in HubSpot, if a deal is updated, you want to send that information back and send an email or something. There's just there's an unlimited amount of things you can do uh, with that tool set. And it's very reasonably priced uh, for for what it offers. So um, it cues up everything, and it's uh, it, it works pretty pretty flawlessly. So if you do have, you live in that environment where you've got to you know deal with existing technology, that's probably my my best tip. There's a there's a few other um, middleware like hosted middleware solutions out there. Zapier is the one I'm most familiar with. There's a free version called uh, if if this then that I F T T T dot um, so they're out there. Also, they have you know each one has kind of its own way of building connectors and connecting things. Um, uh, side note: I used if this then that to uh, <laughs> my my home has a uh, smart remote in it where I a Harmony remote and I can hit power and it'll power on the the audio and the television and f- tell my remote that when i use the volume i'm turning the, the speaker volume not the tv volume and all of this stuff and my son used to come home from school and then just sit and watch television so i programmed a little ifttt that four o'clock to turn everything off in the, in the house so that he knew that he had to uh, get his homework done so <laughs> That's awesome. He, he, he did not appreciate that, but, uh, but yeah, those are kind of our uh, our three things today, and that's what I have as far as, um, you know, it, working with an existing tech stack. All right, man. Well, I will.
0: Uh, I, I believe I feel at least sixteen point three percent geekier than when we began this episode. That's it.
1: I was going for eighteen. Yeah, so, man. Um, like I'm I came close. Pre- <laughs> I'm already
0: pretty nerdy, just not in the technology area. But I hope. I hope like some of this stuff, because I understand, you know, like we, we go into the weeds. That's the whole purpose of this. Right. So we we, we first wanted to find out what pains or symptoms you might be experiencing that will cause you to take a peek at integrating technology into your marketing efforts. And then we talked about to combat that fear or the nervousness of using that stuff. Um, is there a one platform we can use to avoid using multiples? And, and quickly that the answer is probably most of the time no and then you went into the weeds on like really into the weeds on, <laughs> but but good stuff like on how it actually is fairly easy if you have someone with a, a moderate level of, of understanding of coding to be able to go in and and be able to pull off some things that could be really helpful for a business yeah so but yeah man uh that's it um i'll take us out here but be sure to head on over and check out our website at wearmindscape.com forward slash in the weeds so you can see other episodes, past episodes. Um, and make sure you listen to all of them because there's great content in here. Absolutely I would have to say. You can also visit our social channels at the profile we are Mindscape and use the hashtag in the weeds podcast. If you have any topics you'd like us to cover in the future or have any comments or maybe even some other technology products that you've used or some integration pieces like Zapier or If Then Then That.
1: Yeah, I'd love to hear about those.
0: (laughs) Or just go ahead and send us an email at weeds at wearemindscape.com. Well, that's it for this week. So thanks a lot for tuning in and we'll see you on the next
1: one. Bye bye, everyone.